Welcome to our podcast, How to Stay Married So Far. And hello, if you're watching us on YouTube. If you'd like to watch us on YouTube, you can go to Nadia Sawala and family. It's funny, it's the most presentery she ever gets on our YouTube channel. It always makes me squirm. Oh, that's nice. No, no, not not an embarrassment. No, because I just feel like I'm sort of like a child or a guest and I'm like, hello, I'm Mark. I'm here as a specimen of how not to be a husband. (laughs) My husbandry isn't very good. You're an idiot. I'm an idiot. Everyone calls me an idiot, so I must be one. Yeah. Um, So what are we doing today? We are doing today because we love to read the parts. We had an evening actually at the couple of nights ago where we just sat and read the comments so out romantic. to each other. No, because they were just, because it is a two-way street. No, you don't is. want to just be in an echo chamber where you're just talking no. about your stuff all the time. It's really interesting reading the ones that criticise us and our marriage and the ones that, um, that identify. Um, yeah, so it's really interesting. It does make me laugh when people say, <laughs> you really do make me laugh when you say, do you not think you think about things too much and talk about things? But the and thing is, is because we're doing a podcast, yeah. we don't think in this depth like all day, every day about yeah. our marriage. Most of the time, we're just getting on with and it. And also, no one's holding a gun to our heads to do this. We're doing this pr- partly because we like to... It helps us to have these little focus sessions, actually, mm. to share in thoughts. We often have huge rows before and after these. And they're sort of <laughs> kind of clearing agents, these these podcasts. But also we do it because we've, we felt and we heard, and it's a hangover, really, from when we did the mental health uh, uh, podcasts years ago, uh, that they sort of help people to realise that everyone goes through the same mm. problems. Or if you're going through something that feels very specific, oh, right, OK, here's a way to sort of feel and, normal. And that's why when we read the comments, it does... It's, it is like when you go to to a meeting, isn't it? Mm. When you hear other people share, yeah. it, 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 it brings things home to you, makes you think in a different way. So it is, yeah. And so for those of you feeling inclined to write at the bottom, why the hell are you both doing this and reading, <laughs> reading too much into it? I've got one word for you go and watch something else. <laughs> no, it's Just go podcast. away. Why bother to write stuff? We're supposed to talk in detail, Ridiculous. that's the point anyway. of it. I don't mind it, I quite like it when people say how they feel. But I anyway. think it's a waste of their time. So there's been quite a lot recently about, around and about, I've seen a few articles, there's been people left comments here, on here, and on YouTube, people just having discussions around the topic, what do you do yeah. if you want children and your partner doesn't? Now apparently... This is the situation with Chris Martin and Dakota Johnson. This is funny. We were talking about them in last week's um, podcast. You know, she's Chris a lot younger than him. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. much younger than him. And oh. apparently he spent £4.2 on a Malibu home. Um, it's not a baby though, is it? He sees it as a way, a nice place for them to... Have sex? Yeah, have sex and have children, ultimately. Whereas she is right at the peak of her career. Right. And it's the last thing she wants. Has she said um, that? Well, this is all... This is all Conjecture. Baby. Conjecture, okay. yes. So sort of read it into her face though, can't you? I was just trying to think about that. I was thinking about because obviously it was weird for us because we got married and and had Maddie in the in the same year. Yes. Well, what would you yes. have said if you'd said if I'd said because for those of our regular listeners who will know that I'm seven years older than you, but some new people might not. Mm. What would you have thought if I'd said, listen? I'm too old, or I'm sorry, my career's more important, or I just never really wanted children. Well... Because you already had two. Precisely. Would it have made a difference? You've got to really think about this. 
Well, there's many shards and fragments and ricocheting thoughts going through my head as you say that. Um, because I think the big question is, sorry, I meant to add to this. Would you have gone ahead with the relationship thinking I could change your mind? I didn't get, I didn't get together with you to have a child. No. That wasn't the purpose. Though it happened quickly, that wasn't the purpose. I wasn't in a headspace of thinking, if you don't have, and, and let's not forget, even within the first nine to 12 months of our relationship, you'd had two miscarriages. No, well, one, mis one miscarriage, that's right. And, and so we'd gone through that sort of high and low moment prior to, so that was even earlier, you know, so, and when that happened, I remember thinking to myself, I didn't think to myself, is this a deal breaker? Because one doesn't think like that. I was in love, I was excited, we were getting to know each other. It seemed like a, an, a, a further extension. I think we both, in different ways, be, me having two children already, in a different way, really did make me want to have a family with someone because I felt I dropped the ball, I felt I'd not done things properly, I felt that I was too young. Mm. Simple facts, nothing really, you know, at that stage you can sort of remove all of the kind of blame even with, with the old relationships mm. and why they, how the kids came into existence even, you know, Izzy and Fleur. You know, it was none, none of it was anyone's fault. It was young people making silly mistakes, rash mistakes, but also some well-meaning mistakes, you know, mm. well-meaning decisions, thinking it would... So when I came to the relationship, I wasn't in, and I think this is the case for a lot of men and a lot of women, that they already have children in a relationship. So this idea of whether they meet someone else and having children is the defining feature of that relationship is key because for me I suppose I did feel lucky that I already had two kids yeah and given some of the issues we've gone through as a family a blended family with with you know stepchildren what have you as you just said what would you have done if I couldn't have had kids or said I hadn't had kids part of me wonders whether my relationship with my older girls might be stronger might be yeah. different, might not have come under certain pressures that are just the natural pressures of being outside of me having two other children. So it's one of those curious ones, isn't it? Where I sort of think in some ways things might have been better in different ways, but in, in other ways yeah. they'd have been worse. Would it have changed my desire to be with you? I don't know. I think there was a time I was really worried that you, that you only wanted to be with me to have kids. Because you knew I had... You, really? Because you knew I was a good dad. You knew I was a oh, decent no, I enough chap. Oh, no, I couldn't have done that because... because yeah, what's had, the phrase... That, hang on, let me just say, yeah. but what's the phrase that you... I remember you using a phrase very early on in our relationship that haunted me for years, where you were talking about someone else and you described the fact that they finally set, decided to settle with someone as them settling for seconds. Oh, what's the oh phrase no, that, I know exactly who that person is as well. Actually, it's a very famous person. Oh. It was, the phrase was... Settling for seconds? No, 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 it was... Oh, I can't remember. It will, it will come to me, hopefully. Do you know what I mean, exactly though? Who it but is. the idea... The, oh, I know who it was, I've remembered. It, yeah. was, it was the idea that they really sort of lowered the bar in order to have something that they felt they wouldn't be able to have. Now, I, I, and I felt... This due to self-esteem, due to self-loathing, due to I thought, well, I'm the best of a bad bunch. She's oh had a she's had a right God. old rocky load of idiots coming her way, and I'm the next idiot to wander along. And he's a That's good awful. enough. He's a good enough. Well, I'm just being honest. He's a good enough dad. So I do remember thinking that having or not having a child with me might be critical, and that if you couldn't have a child with me, or that you failed to have a child with me, 
that you might run off. And I think in very many First different ways, all, if we hadn't, you would have. Here we are, right at the beginning of the bloody podcast again, and you are sat there saying something so awful about yourself. <laughs> Sorry, I, I mean, didn't... there you are. No, but right? we're talking okay, about when we first met. No, right, well, let's just, let's rewind a bit then, because maybe this is some of the reasons that people go into relationship thinking, well, they think, oh, no, no, no. You were, at the top of your game, mm. a director, mm. directing, editing a major series, mm. day, the big money daytime series. I was the presenter. I was actually working for you, if you think about it. No, no, no. I'm you were seven about years younger than me. You were as hot as hell. You were gorgeous. Everybody, why would you think I would only want you as a sperm donor? Because I've been a successful sperm donor elsewhere. Well, that is the stuff of madness, and I'm not even going to entertain yeah. it. That's just bonkers. No, but, but let me, let me. I think. But there, there is, it is an appropriate answer for me to mm. the question of when we were first together, because those were the thoughts that were ricocheting through my head. Yeah. When I could suppose... we, couldn't we? Were we? Mm. Weren't we? Going to become parents together? And so many of those thoughts were in there, and many of those fears were in there. Mm. I think the thing for me was, I was 38, and Sorry, I, that's, that's our dog, by the way, making like that sound, not Mark. Can you move her out from under the table? Titi, go away. Um, yeah, I think the thing is, I was a 38-year-old woman, 37 maybe when I met you. 36 when you first met me. Was I? 36, 37, yeah. Okay. I, was thir- I was just 30. Yeah, and I did want children, but I also resigned myself to the fact, because the point is... Lots of people had wanted to have children with me through my life. Oh. So it wasn't like, oh God, I haven't had children with anybody. And, and I, wouldn't, right. I wouldn't have had them with them. And some of them were very nice men. No, but some of them were very nice men. But I wouldn't have, unless I really felt that there was a life with the person. Because I remember in those years when we were talking on Loose Women about whether we would have sperm donors and whether you would whether I would have IVF on my own, you know, we would always have these com- this, these discussions. And my answer was always no. And I said, but the reason I think that was, was because maybe if I'd grown up in a single parent family, it would have been different. But for me, there was no concept of having a child with somebody outside of a family and not somebody that I was going to be with forever. Mm. Because quite simply, that's what I'd had and I wanted to do the same again. So. There's no way I would have just had a baby with somebody because they would have been good to have a baby with because that would have meant I would also be thinking there's going mm. to be an end to this relationship and I just I just didn't think like that. So that's part, that's good that we've got that clear top. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you think about the idea... Because, you know, we've said this a few times in this podcast that actually we both think that it would be quite good for people to go to a couple's counsellor before they get married. Yeah. And I think this idea that you can have fundamental differences and then just sort them out when you're married, mm. I don't think works. Mm. Well, so not such fundamental difference. I mean, fun, that's a fun... But, but here's the thing, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. Usually, though not always, of course, but usually a woman, because of the biological clock and all of that, is going to have come to a place of wanting a child before a man is. Mm. More often than not, right? It's going to be that's going to be the the. Yeah, but from a lot pressure. of women I hear, the decision is is. Am I right in thinking that for most women, it's 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 factored in at a biological, at a much earlier age in women whether they want children well, or not? Physiologically, we're supposed to have them at eighteen. Well, so no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. But, but the question that I want to ask is, 
What about when somebody says they know that this is their life partner, they're madly in love with them, that person asks them to marry them or they ask them, why does it always have to be the man? I really don't believe in that. Um, they decide that they want to be together forever. Mm. But, and they're in their, say, late 20s and that fella thinks that he doesn't ever want to have children. Right. That's a fundamental difference if the woman does, right? The man doesn't, the woman does, or vice versa. I think all those big differences in life, you've got to try and get to some place of reasoning before you decide to get married because I don't think they just work themselves out. But with children, it's a very different thing because it can suddenly hit you out of nowhere. I mean, men, well, men and women. I mean, Kay always said to me, she had no maternal, friend of mine, Kay, had no maternal instincts whatsoever. And then out of the blue, I think at 35, 36, it just hit her, she wanted to have a baby. Mm. And, and when did it hit you? Oh, I always wanted to have a baby since when I was, as far back as I can remember since You see, I, I think, but the way you've just split things up, I think that generally is the way it splits up. I think if I had the choice, when I was asked in the abstract before I was a dad at the grand old age of 22, I'd have said to you, I'd like kids in my 30s. Yeah. I want my I want to get my career sorted. I want to get where I'm living sorted. You don't want kids. No, no, no. I knew really no, don't. I knew I wanted kids. But I would say that a lot of my male friends wouldn't even be thinking in those terms. Men do yeah. not think in those terms. Oh, well, not all men. Not all. A, a vast majority of men, most men, I think most people, because of society, have to feel they have to be signed up to the idea of having a family. I do think the tyranny of family sometimes is is something that needs to be looked at because and it, that's it, worse for women. It, all women are supposed to. Oh, absolutely. Babies, but also, some of them genuinely don't. But I think it's the problem for a lot of lonely men or men who find themselves single in their 40s and 50s is that the pressures and lifestyles of the world are, are structured around the idea that you are the head of a family or part of a family and, and, and so to not have those things. So I think a lot of men don't think in those terms but in the abstract know at some point in the future they're going to have. I think there's a fundamental problem between men and women. I think when men start to be thinking about wanting kids, women are very close to the end of their biological clock. It's weird, isn't it? And so I think there's a fundamental design what a flaw. Mess up. Mother well, Nature was a man. Well, yeah, and that's possibly that's why someone like Chris Martin is with someone like Dakota Johnson. Going back to your initial analogy, that potentially that age discrepancy could really work there because at the point that she gets to, how old will he be? Sixty something. I mean, maybe a bit younger. He needs but to what be. Do but you, what do you? But think? I don't. I put. What's the question? I suppose the question is: Do you think that? it would be a mistake to marry someone that's categorically said they don't want children, and you do. Of course it is. Fundamentally. Yeah. That relationship will not work. But what if that person changes their mind, like people do? What do you mean? Well, because some well, people if you do know change if... their mind. Like you say, if you get married, if, somebody, if, if you want to well, get I together in you your could... early 30s, and then but I suppose this is where people... I must stop saying it's the woman that wants it and the man that doesn't. Either partner has said they don't want it and then they could in their late 30s. Is that not the reason why a lot of relationships then fall apart? I mean, maybe what the deal is is that you, you get into a... I'm thinking of an ex of mine who I got into a relationship with. She wasn't maternal. I wasn't, I wasn't paternal at the time. But I think in the abstract, we talked about whether in years to come we would want to be together and have, um, have kids. Could you not be in a relationship? And if that person decides, if it's clear that the relationship, one half of the relationship doesn't want kids, you just terminate the relationship at some point, but you don't forego those six years of happiness together. I'm just thinking of the people that are listening that are caught in this terrible quandary. It must be just awful. What, do, uh, really, will people stay in a relationship if one person yes. doesn't have a, I mean, oh, I suppose- Oh, I've met people over the years. I've really? interviewed people, yeah. 
and that they're hoping that the other one will change and sometimes they do. So do I mean I think it's important I think it's quite interesting as a wider discussion as well not just about children those fundamental differences say for instance you've always wanted your child to go to boarding school yeah like somebody else I know um, who, who has that situation where their partner went to boarding school they want their children and their children's children to go to boarding school it's part of their heritage okay. part of their, and 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 she thought that once they get married she'd be able to talk him out of it though he'd said this is a deal breaker for me i want them to so go he to said it was non-negotiable that he that was just it can i just say i, I mean these relationships you talk about they sound like business contracts <laughs> they don't sound like relationships i mean surely any relationship of any worth and i'm not saying that means relationships that aren't like this have no worth but surely what you're always aiming for in a relationship is dialogue and you're aiming for compromise. I mean, you've got That's to... That's a good point. That's a good point. If somebody's laying down the absolutes with you, well, I think if, then is that the right relationship? Because well, I don't agree. I think if... I, I think... And I, I know the kind of man you mean. I mean, I've been friends with them. I've worked for them. I've been taught by them. And I've studied alongside them. And the kind of man who says, well, I'm afraid this is non-negotiable, is not a particularly pleasant or, or, or agreeable no, individual. that's a really important point. If somebody is saying to you that something is non-negotiable, yeah, then what other things are going to come up in life? That Absolutely. Are not, I mean, because we argue, we bicker, we do all of that. And we have but, very different ideas And we have things. very different ideas about some things, but we would never say this is non-negotiable. Mind you, I'm thinking about it. If, if, if you had said to me, say that you had said, oh, I, I, I will be really, you know, if we have daughters, I'll be really strict. I won't want them to go out after nine. I won't want, I don't know, just think of some mm. silly things. That for me would be non-negotiable. I think the idea but that... But then I wouldn't be attracted to somebody that would think like that. I think if you're going to have children together, I, well, I think there's a different question here. We're on, <laughs> we're on the category of how you parent your children, and I think that's something mm. very different. I think, the, decision, I think the, the question of whether a relationship can cope with one person having a child and the other person wanting a child and one person not wanting a child, in the long term, it absolutely cannot work. Because if you get to the end of that relationship and the person who wanted the child, you get to sort of 60 and beyond the, the capabilities of having a child, um, the resentment is going to be so enormous. Oh my God. It's going to feed into so many parts of that relationship. So I would fully recommend if anyone is in a relationship where they're waiting it out, not that they don't wait it out, but that they actually bring the conversation into the present tense yeah. again, or more frequently say, right, I'd like to check in with you every six months on this. Is this ever gonna shift for you? And it's so it, hard if you've already invested a certain amount of time and your biological clock's going, and can you imagine what an awful well, position I, to Well, I be think in? that would be absolutely horrific. I know somebody, this is from a long time ago, who was in a relationship like that where she'd wanted children, he'd been quite upfront that he didn't want children, she couldn't leave him, they didn't get married, but they were together years and years. She didn't. She she couldn't leave him because she loved him and she thought she could change him. And then he he had an affair. He split up with her and he went off and he had a child with the other. Well, person. that you see that side of things is just absolutely unbearable. But that that's the un, that's the that's the awfulness of fidelity and moving on and all that kind of stuff, isn't it? But it's interesting because in him he did want to have a child because he didn't. She didn't get pregnant. He left her. He went off. He set up home with her yeah. and he had a child with her. I do find. I do think. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to sound really sort of prejudicial here, and I do apologise for any older fathers out there, but I do find it odd when men at the age of 70 and 75 decide they want kids. 
Well, that's a whole... No, 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 no. But I think there's a problem in there because I think a lot... Because they, they might have been married to a woman who would have liked a child with them for all of their lives. And she might but have been... But then is it anyone's fault if they, if, they, if they don't want a child at a certain period of time standing on the, from the viewpoint of the person that doesn't want one? That's their right as much as the person... Okay, well, does. let's flip the question I mean, back. If when we were first together, I'd said I didn't want kids, would you have stayed with me? If you didn't want kids... If I didn't want any more kids, I could have easily said, I've got two, I don't want any more. What would you have done? Oh, I know, I would have... I, I, strangely, though it sounds like I'm advising that you have to sort these things out before you're married, it's very difficult to disassociate myself from who you are because I know that you would have. But Do you if, know what I mean? You might have said it to me and I would have thought, oh, he's traumatised by having his children and... Uh, we'll well, hang on a minute, but that's, that's, that's a fanny by gaslight, though, isn't it? If I, I'm trying to say, if I actually said, this is a hypothetical, if I'd actually said, I don't want kids, would we have... Would you have stayed with me? Well, I think I certainly wouldn't have there and then split up with you, but right. who knows where that would have ended. I mm. wouldn't have gone, oh, OK, he doesn't want kids. Because, you know, because I was... We were where we were, and I felt the feelings that I felt, and I had the depth of feelings, and I knew you were somebody special, and I knew. Mm. So I wouldn't have been able to go, oh, okay, well, I'm out of here then, because mm. he's somebody that doesn't want kids. I wouldn't have been, see, on paper, these things work out brilliantly, don't they? Mm. Oh, God, that's something that doesn't work with me. I better cross that out. But emotion would have got in the place, and I wouldn't have been able to do that. Because I'll tell you exactly what would have happened if we hadn't, if either one of us had said to the other, I'm not having kids or we're not having kids, I think you're right. We, we weren't fickle enough to have just gone, oh, well, that's that over. Because no. that wasn't the pre And that's probably the position a lot of people yeah. but I love him. Yeah, you're I right. So you're, what you're saying is you evolve and you fumble your way to a place of entanglement and, and, then, and, and connection. Then Let's not the beat other... about the bush. And you love each other. Yeah, and then, the, and then you're left with the fact that the person really does go, no, 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 really. But if we... I, that wasn't yeah. just me saying that. I really, yeah. really don't. It's like Carol, you know, over the years, Lucy, the amount of times people still say to her, but really, how do you feel about not having kids? She's, Please. Yeah. I didn't want them. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah. did want them. I think if we hadn't, I think if we hadn't had kids, if, I think if we hadn't had kids, we would not have survived though. That's the interesting thing. Oh, we would have both been terrible. We would have Alex. stumbled together and crashed Ooh. into a wall like a full-head-on collision. Well, it did, but yeah. it also gave me a reason to sort my shit out as well. Because mm. I hate and to say, me. yeah, I had to sort my shit out. I was just yeah. as bad. Well, there we go. That was a hypothetical discussion. <laughs> Interesting. Um, listen, thank the listen. Why can't I speak? <laughs> suddenly turned into a ventriloquist puppet. We're actually next this morning going to be. Um, recording our other podcast which is confessions of a modern parent yeah check it out and we are really just fumbling our way through parenthood like we're uh, fumbling struggling. our way through marriage yeah so um please do check us out and also very soon i think this week our movie review ipod oh yeah I podcast podcast ipod a movie iPods. review ipod uh, and we're toying with also another playlist or another another chat 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 idea podcast idea called the only way is ethics what do you think of that? In which we discuss ethical questions like euthanasia, those questions that don't sit neatly within relationships or parenting, but that affect us all and that generate really strong opinions. If you've got any yeah. thoughts for that, share them with us. We'd really be interested. Thank you. Thank you.